Good evening. Hope you're all doing well. Today we are learning Maseches Gittin Daf Samach Dalit, and we're starting at a new Mishnah at the very bottom of Samach Gimel Amid Beis, and it reads as follows: two lines from the bottom, Samach Gimel Amid Beis. Ha'isha Sha'amra. If a woman says Hiskabeli Giti, if a woman says to a man, let's say the man's name is Shimon, Shimon the Shliach, and she says to Shimon, "I want you to receive my get on my behalf." So now the Gemara adds in a layer about shlichus that we did not know earlier. That is, if a woman is going to appoint a man to be the shliach to receive her get, we need two sets of edim. We need two people to identify the fact that she, in fact, appointed Shimon to be the shliach. And we need two people to say that uh, he, Shimon, the shliach, in fact, received the get. We're on the very bottom line of Samach Gimel Amid Beis. And that, in fact, he received the get and he tore it up. Rashi here says, we'll learn about why it was torn up in the Gemara on the Amid Aleph. But that is what the Mishnah writes. She needs two kite edim. So again, if a woman appoints Shimon the shliach, we need a set of edim that says, uh, yes, we saw that she appointed Shimon the shliach. And we need a set of edim that he, in fact, received the get. And you're allowed to have the same Adim for both of them, one for the Amira and one for the Kabbalah and Kriya, no problem at all. Oh, or top of Samachdalamadalif. It could be a mixture of sorts. No problem. Any iteration, any combination of Adim, it's okay if the Adim are repeated Adim. But the short version of this Mishnah is that. We, in fact, need to make sure that there are uh, there's a, a cast of Adim that identify, that witness the fact that she asked Shimon to be the shliach, and another set that watch Shimon receive the get. The Gemara in Samach Dal on the second line says, Itmar, the Amoraim have a conversation about this. Let's say in regards to a get, Baal Omer Lepikadon. Let's say that Ruvain is married to Rachel. Ruvain takes his get and he gives it over to someone as a pikadon. Please hold this for me. That's it. However, Ushlish, the guy he gave it to, the messenger, he functions as a shleich and omer the gerushin. This is a, a strange miscommunication. So if I'm Ruvain and you're my shliach, I give it to you thinking it's a pikadon and you get it thinking that you're supposed to be Megarish the wife. So there's a miscommunication of sorts. So me ne'eman, the Gemara wants to know who do we believe? Do we believe the husband? And therefore, this get is not functional because he only wanted it to be a pikadon. Or do we believe the shlish, the shaliach, and therefore she's divorced? Huge nafkaminas. The Gemara says this is a machlokas in the Amorim. Rav Huna Amar Baal Neman, Rav Amar Shlish Neman. According to Rav Huna, we trust the husband. He's the one who's in charge. He's the one who has the mitzvah of love and nasan biyada. And he didn't want to, he didn't want to be nasan biyada. All he wanted to do was put it in pikadon. Rav Chizda says we believe the messenger. And let's analyze each of these shitos. Rav Huna Amar Bal Neman. Rav Huna says, we're five lines down on Samachdal. Rav Huna says that we trust the Baal. Why? If it's in fact the case, if it was in fact that Ruvain wanted to, uh, to divorce this wife, if he wanted to divorce her, why would he give it to him? He would have just given it Straight to her. Why bother with the shliach? Elamai, it must be that it's lipikadon. And therefore, according to this first approach of Rav Huna, we therefore follow the Baal. However, the Gemara says that Rav Chizda, Rav Chizda says, Amar shlishnema, we trust the, um, the shliach. Why do we trust the shliach? Says the Gemara, Look, 
If mm-hmm. I give a man uh, my get as a picadon, that means I trust him. If he then says, I know Ruvain's intentions and it was really meant to be for divorce, because I, the husband, trusted him to be a, a Baal Pikadon, I therefore trust the shlish, the shliach, to say that in fact this is a Gerishim. It's a little bit odd. Uh, I'll ask a question that should be done by the Rishonim. Why is this a conversation? The husband's in charge. It's right? So it should be the case. It should be simple that we just follow the husband. But the Gemara has a halachic assumption in the name of Rav Chizda, that because I gave it over to Shimon the Shliach, that's a raya that I trust Shimon the Shliach, and therefore what he says goes. It's just an interesting shita. The thing it's true, but why? But why wouldn't it have been? But but if I'm saying as the husband that it's for a pikadon, and it, there's an argument now, I'm I'm the husband. I'm saying pikadon. You're the shlish, and you're saying no, no, no. He doesn't mean that. He means it's for gerushin. That's not normal. So Rav Huna shita is a shtiklam lechudash. It's I understand the flow of events. I understand why we would say the shlish is trustworthy, but it doesn't really make sense. That uh, was, uh, doesn't really make sense that, uh, that that we would trust him. Nevertheless, that's what the Gemara says in the name of Rav Chiza, and that is all approach number one, uh, approaches number one and two. And now the Gemara asks Akasha, Masiv Rabbi Abba, Rabbi Abba brings a brisa, Samachdal, Ramanalaf, eight, nine lines down. We know from elsewhere in Shas, this is a Tosefta here, uh, I'm sorry, Tosefta in Baba Metzia, and we learned it earlier in this Masechta, and we'll see it again in the next. Hodas Baldin Kimea Edim Dami, that when a man admits something, it's as if he's a hundred people, and the Shlish Ne'eman Mishnehem. And the Shlish is more trusted than both of them. That's interesting. Ketad, what's the case? So we see here a raya brura, black on white, for the sheet of Rav Chizda. Rav Chizda is of the opinion that the shlish is ne'eman. So the Gemara says over here, we have a raya for Rav Chizda, and therefore a kasha anafuna. Says the Gemara, it's true that on paper it looks like a raya, but it's actually not a raya. Why not? Because in that case, shiny mamon di is yahi when I'm giving you money for something, there's a certain mechila that's taking place. I'm transacting. I'm taking care of an issue. I owe you money. I'm lending you money. Something's happening. But when I take a, a, a get and put it in your possession as a picadon, I'm not solving any financial problems. And therefore, the Gemara distinguishes that over there, in the case of Hodas Baldin, where we see that we trust the Shlish, that's a case of Mominus. But we're not dealing with a case of Mominus. We're dealing with a case of get, and therefore the cases aren't comparable. The Gemara says that's not true. Vatanya, <laughs> We see black on white here that a get is included in this conversation. So maybe we should therefore say that um, that this works even for a get and a shlish should be naman. Again, a support for Rav Chizda and a kasha and Rav Huna. Says the Gemara, no, gite mamon. We're not talking about a get like a get isha. We're talking about a gite mamon, a document that's really, we say the word get, but it doesn't mean a get for. Uh, for marriage, it's just a get for mominus. It's just a, a document. But we have another sentence, another brisa that says it's also true for shtaros in general, which means that the gitten one must be talking about gite isha. Says the Gemara, those two lines of v'chein legitin and v'chein l'shtaros midi gabe hadadi tanya. You can't infer from one about the other because the two of them were not taught in the same brisa, and therefore we don't know how to make a proper diuk on them, and therefore it's not a raya. So we tried to bring a raya for Rav Chizda, that we trust the shlish, kamash malan, that we don't have a raya from here. 
Next, Tznan, third of the way down, on Samach Dalet If a woman says, I'd like you, Shimon, to be my shliach, we had said in our Mishnah, we need two groups of Edim. We need the first set of Edim. We need two people to say that they witnessed Rachel going over to Shimon saying, I want you to be my Shliach Kabbalah. And as well, And I need another set of people, another pair of Edim to say that Shimon, the Shliach, in fact, received this get and he tore it up. Says the Gemara, why do I need all of these Edim? This was a case of Shlichus. So if you're saying that we trust the Shlish, then our Mishnah has all of these extra Edim. Why? It must be Elamai. It must be that we don't trust the Shlish, which means like we started, we're like Rav Huna now. The Rav Huna says that we only trust the Baal and not the Shlish. Beautiful argument from our own Mishnah. The Gemara says, no. Can this shlish at this point produce the document with which the divorce took place to show that the shlish is actually correct? If the shlish had a document, no problem. But what did our Mishnah say about the document? That he had to tear up the document. So now you want to say that the shlish is neman, but he has no raya that this divorce actually took place because we made him tear it up. So says the Gemara, Tenach, I could understand this argument in regards to Amra. I could understand in regards to Amira. By the Amira, we need to have two Adim that said that Shimon was going to be the Shliach. But Kibel Lamali, why then do we need to have somebody witnessing the Kabbalah, these two Adim that our Mishnah indicates? Why do they have to see the, the two Adim? Why do the two Adim have to see Shimon the Shliach receiving the get on her behalf? So now the Gemara ties this back into an old conversation. Amar of Rav, uh, Amar Rava. What do you have, Rava? What is it? Rava. Rava? <clears throat> mm. <laughs> but it's really not clear from the Gemara. Okay, let's flip a coin. We could flip a coin. But I don't, I'm, I'm just going to look for a second. I don't know why that happened. Uh, yeah, on, in the uh, Tosos read, it says Rava properly. But like, how do we, how are we supposed to know it's not Rava? Like, how are we, I don't know, we're supposed to know that. Okay, so it, the Tosos read says that it's Rava. Amar Rava, Hamani, why is it that we needed witnesses to see that the husband actually gave the get to Shimon the Shliach? Who was the Shliach on behalf of the wife? Because Rabbi Eliezer, he de Amar, de Amar Karti. What actually brings about the severance between the husband and the wife is the witnessing of the Mesira of the get. Ask the Gemara halfway down on Samachdal and Kara Lamali. Why does our Mishnah say that we need to tear up the get? Because Amar of Yehuda, Amar Rab, Bishas Hashmad Shanu, or Bishas HaGzeira in some versions of the Gemara. The Yozvahadar is so confident that it's just Hashemad, it didn't even make a note about it. But in uh, Rabbi Resnick's uh, Gemara, when he taught it, he, did, he didn't say Shas Hashemad, it just said Shas, uh, what does it say? Shas Agzera? Mm -hmm. Shas Agzera. So what was going on over here? So it says Rashi, 15 lines or so from the bottom, three-fourths of the way down, Deeper Hamaschil, Shas Hashemad Hava. Does Rashi say Shas Hashemad for you? Anybody? Rashi is a third, two-thirds of the way from the bottom. Dibramaskal Shas Hashmad Hava Shagazu al Hamitzvos. 
So the Chacham, the, at that time, the, the Goyim said you're not allowed to do mitzvahs. And getting divorced is a mitzvah. What? My Dibur Hamaschil is Shas Hashmad Haba. Well, I'm okay with Shinui Nuschos, but tell me about it. I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to be like T-boned by another. Shagazer al HaMitzvos. So the reason why we had to tear this up is because, and it's odd that the Goyim would have known that divorce is a mitzvah because it's a really atypical mitzvah. It's really quite an atypical mitzvah. And it's very uncommon in its nature because we promote marriage. We try not to break up marriages. But of course, when necessary, it is obviously the case. And therefore, that's why the Gemara says, because of Shah Sashmat. All of that is part one. Let's continue. Amar Rabba, Umod Di Amra Ihi, if she were to have claimed, Lididi Amarli Shlish Dilagerushin Yahavene the Shlish told me that my husband, Ruvain, gave him the get in order to divorce me, Mehemna. She's believed. So now we have a problem. The problem is that Mi Ikamidi, Deshlish Gufe Lo Mehemin, Vihi Mehemna. We had said on the top of the page, in the name of Ravuna, that we trust the husband and we don't trust the shlish. Okay. But now the wife comes along and she supports the shlish. We believe her and she's divorced. That means that she's halachically divorced, but we don't believe the shlish for saying the same exact thing. So that's an odd separation. How can it be that we categorically don't listen to the, to the uh, shlish, but we do listen to the woman? So therefore that can't be the case. Ella says the Gemara. He umra, if she says... In front of me, it was given to him for a divorce. That's different than Mehemna. Why over there? Because here we have a Migu. And a Migu, just to speak it outside, is because I could have claimed X, which is a better claim, and didn't claim X. Believe me when I make a lesser claim. That's the concept of a Migu. I could have argued X and paid zero. I'm arguing Y and paying a fine. I'm obviously telling the truth. So the Gemara says, what's her Migu? What's her Raya? Migu, di'ibaya amra lidida yahavene hala baal, that the husband gave it to her directly. Because what was the flow of events? The husband gave to the ba, to the shlish, the shlish gave to the isha. So you should believe me that when I tell you what happened with the husband, the results are the same, and I could have given you a less complicated argument. I'm holding the get right now, and I could have lied to you and said that my husband gave it to me directly. No one, nobody would have known. There's no cameras, there's no CCTV. So therefore, we see that she's believed in this case. What if the case was slightly different? We're going back really to the beginning of our Gemara, and this is version two of our Gemara. Let's say, and we are uh, three-fourths of the way from the bottom of the page, Baal Omer Legerushin, a husband gives over a get to uh, Shimon the Shliach, and he does so for the purposes of getting divorced. Vishlish Omer Legerushin, everybody's on the same page. The Shliach also says that there's Gerushin. However, the he Omeres Nasan Liva Avad, there were no witnesses, but she claims that she received the get and she lost it. But there's no witnesses. So what's the din? Because we learned in our Mishnah that, especially according to Rabbi Elazar, that Edim Mesira is Karti. So without somebody seeing the actual transaction of the get to the Isha, would we trust her claim that she is in fact divorced? Nobody saw it happen. She says that I got it from him, Nasan Leva Avad. 
So says the Gemara, this doesn't work because Amar Rav Yochanan have a Dabr Sheba Erva. Our Mishnah, the undercurrent of our Mishnah, when it requires that we have witnesses, watch Shimon the Shliach receive the get on behalf of Rachel, the Rachel, the now ex-wife. The reason we need people there is because uh, because of this idea that ain't Dabr Sheba Erva Pachos Mishnayim. So therefore, if a woman makes a claim that she received a get and lost it, she can't produce the document anymore. There were no witnesses. She's not divorced. So her claim is useless. Says the Gemara, Remember our case. Shimon the Shliach handed it to her. Go over to Shimon and say, did you hand her this document? Uh, but we don't say that. Why not? Must be we don't trust the shlish. Back to our starting conversation. We wanted to know, do we hold like Rav Huna that we only trust the Baal? Or do we hold like the shlish who says that they're divorced? We see a raya brura from here that we don't trust the shlish. And says the Gemara, that's not a raya. Here we can't trust the shlish, but for technical reasons. We're not able to believe him because he can't produce a document either because she lost it. And because he didn't have it in his possession anymore. So we can't trust the shlish, but you can't bring a raya from here that a shlish is not trustworthy. All you can say is that he's not good in this case. So the Gemara says, fine. What about Vilehemne Labal? Let's go back to Ruvain. Ruvain was married to Rachel. Rachel says to Shimon the Shliach, I want you to receive. Ruvain walks over the get to Shimon, Shimon the Shliach, and then the claim comes in. The right, this we all know. And then she says, Nasan biadi ve'avad. But why can't we trust a husband? Six lines from the bottom. We have this case scenario where we're saying that she's not divorced. We said we can't trust her because she can't produce the document. And We can't trust the shlish because he too has no proof of what he's done. But we do have precedent that the husband should be trusted. That if he says, then he should be ne'eman. It says the Gemara, I agree with you in principle, but in our case, did the husband say that he divorced her? He just said nothing. The husband's name is not even mentioned in the Mishnah. We don't know what we're talking about. Aye, let's go to the next out possibility. The lema, perhaps we should say, let's say a father sends me to do a bris and never hears about the bris ever again. Should he assume his son is an RL? Can he include him b'chabura on Pesach? Yes or no? That depends. If we're under the assumption, the chazak of shliach oseh then great. Here's an example. If I say to a shliach, I want you to marry me to any woman that fits a certain set of parameters. And then umes shlucho, but the shliach dies. And we don't, we didn't get the report back of if he actually ended up marrying me to someone. You will forever be a bachelor. So therefore, maybe we should go under the assumption that she's divorced because shliach osa What was Shimon the shliach's job? His job was to receive the get on behalf of the woman, on behalf of Rachel, to receive it from Ruvain. So maybe this is why we should assume she's divorced. So says the Gemara, when do we say, This is big in the world of Lamdus in regards to Shlichus, that seemingly is only used Lekula. Okay, we still are stuck. She's still not, not able to be divorced. What? 
Hani mili lo chumra about the kula lo. Oh, sorry. That's quite a big deal. It's quite the opposite, especially in the lumdus realms. <laughs> it's not just for our shakla vatari. So let me say it, let me say it more properly. Nice catch. Thank you. So when do we say that's only true to create a scenario of Chumrah? But to be Mekel, we don't allow for the usage of And this makes a lot more sense. And in our case, where we're trying to get this woman out of a marriage, we don't say we've tried three or four attempts already to get her out of this marriage and none of them are working because there were no Adim that actually witnessed the Mesira from uh, from her from from Shimon to her, so then the Gemara says we have another reason to trust her. Perhaps we should say top of Maybe we have precedent to listen to her because of Rav Hamnuna. A woman who says to her husband, Gerashtani, you divorced me. Ne'emenes. Why would she be believed to say that? A woman will not stand in front of her husband and say, by the way, you divorced me already, when it isn't true. We have a halachic assumption, and possibly even a social one, that a woman would not be so brazen as to claim that her husband divorced her in front of her husband when it isn't true. Says the Gemara, not a bad argument, but that's only true when she doesn't have someone in her corner. But here, she hired Shimon the Shliach. She already engaged Shimon to be in her corner. And therefore, she's not alone. And therefore, it's more likely for her to be Meiza, and more likely for her to say something that's brazen in front of her husband. And maybe Shitaka will lie. And therefore, let's review this last, the last 15, 20 lines. It's a simple case where um, a woman claimed that she received her get and then lost it. So the din is she's not divorced. We don't trust her. We don't trust the husband. We don't trust the shliach. Nobody. She's not divorced and they have to start over again. Fascinating case because it seems to break a lot of rules up until this Mishnah that we started with today on the bottom of Samach Beis and Medbeis, Samach Gimel and Medbeis, where the Mishnah teaches us that we actually need to have two Edim watch the Mesira, because at least according to our Mishnah, Edim Mesira Karti, what actually brings about a closure to the marriage, what actually severs the husband from the wife, is the witnessing of the Mesira of the get to her. Next Mishnah, Samach Dalad and Medbeis, seven lines down, give or take, maybe six, six lines. Nara Meurasa, a young girl who is engaged. He gita. Both she, the Nara Meurasa, and the father on her behalf are able to receive a get. Amrabihuda, I disagree. Ain Fascinating idea. You cannot have two different people be recipients for a get for the same marriage. You can't do that, one or the other. Ella Aviha Bilvad, and therefore. If a man who's married to a Naram Urasa walks over to her with a perfectly kosher get and says, here, she says, I hate you. Thank you very much. They're still married, according to Yehuda, because only the father is able to receive. So that's are we allowed to have shteyado zochos according to the Tanakama? There's no problem with both the Naram Urasa and the father being recipients for the get. Masha'in came, according to Yehuda, only one person can receive and it's the father. And as well, the second din of our Mishnah, the Chol She'eno Yechol Alishmur Gita, Eino Yechol Alishmur 
anyone, any woman who's not able to be shomer her get is not able, says the Gemara, to get divorced. Asks the Gemara, What is the machlokas in the beginning of our Mishnah, where the Tanakama holds that two people are able to be recipients of the get, and Rabbi Huda, the counterpart, holds that only one person can? Says the Gemara, Rabbanan savre yada yiserta zachila rachmana. So the Rabbanan have a svara. That when it comes to the Nara Rasa, the Torah gave her a second set of hands to help her get divorced. She's in a precarious situation. She's young. How knowledgeable of halacha can she be? And it makes sense that she should have a little bit of a support. And therefore, both she and her father can put their hands out to receive again. However, says the Gemara, a third of the way down, Rabbi Huda Savar, B'makom Aviha, Yadila, Lav Klumi. Up against the backdrop of her father, who can get her married and get her divorced, she is a zero in this regard. She has no weight to carry at all. And only the father can be the recipient of a get that would end up divorcing this Na'arama Urasa. What about the second part of our Mishnah that discussed a certain minimum threshold that a woman, in order for her to get divorced, has to be Shomer Eskita? So the Gemara says as follows. The Gemara says, V'chol she'enu yachol lishmor Eskita tanu rabbanan. Kitana, hayodas lishmor gita miskareshes. A young girl who knows how to take care of her get. She knows where it is, or whatever the age is. So let's, call, let's call it 10. I don't know. Depends on the kid. Let's say that you have an organized 10-year-old. So uh, that organized 10-year-old might know exactly where the get is at all times. Good. Then she can get divorced. However, yodas lishmor gita miskareshes. If she's not able to hold on to the get. It's it's not she, she doesn't need to hold on to the get for for the future. She just needs to have a cup. She needs to be able to have decision making ability. She needs to have a certain sophistication. So we're using this as a litmus test. The Azohi Kitana Yodas Lishmoras Gita. How can we measure who is a girl who is able to be Shomeris as Gita? So the Gemara says as answer number one, Kol Gita whoever can watch a get and something else. No idea what this means, says the Gemara. Ma'iko Amar, Amar of Yochanan Hachi Kama. Kol Shemishameres Davar Acher Machmas Gita. Someone who's able to watch something in place of her get. Meaning if she loses her get, she can then watch another thing in its stead. The Gemara does not understand this at all. Forget about Asuda, we also don't understand it, that's for sure. But the Gemara also, our not understanding is not always a Raya. But the Gemara says over here, nobody understands this. Maski Flora Huna Bar if she lost her get and now she found a little trinket that she knows how to be Shomeris, Hashota Be'almahi. That that's not that person has no das at all. That's nothing. That person's like flippant about a get. They're, they're not recognizing the Hashivas of what's going on here. She's not subject to, to divorce. So therefore, that can't be what Davar Acher means. What's the case of Davar Acher? The Gemara says two-thirds of the way down, and we'll be going to the top of Samachem Amad Aleph, four lines down. The Gemara says, uh, What it means is a, a girl who can distinguish between a get and a, a contract. She knows what she's looking at. You know, I, I was just combing through Seamus in my house the other day. You have to know what you're looking at to be mavchim. What can go in the garbage? What can go in Seamus? What can be put in a plastic bag and thrown out? Uh, all of these are sugas. So if this girl could look at a document and say, this is the get. This is different than the piece of Seamus on the floor. If she can distinguish, that's what the Gemara means. That That's when the, uh, her koach of distinction is what makes her eligible to be in the divorced category. Amar Yehuda, Amar Abasi, Seror Vizorko, if you have a child who sees a rock, 
and throws it. But in contrast, egos vinotlo, but they see a pistachio and they don't throw it, they keep it. So that's the power of distinction. That's being mavchen ben gita ledover So therefore we see zoche atzmo. Then that person is able to have, they can be zoche something, they can earn something. But ve'en zoche le'acherim. They're not able to be mezake things to others, but they themselves have the power to be uh, to be zoche for themselves. Let's say there was a chefet umachzir la'acharsha. Let's say that I say uh, to someone, you can borrow this for 25 minutes. And the person gives it back at the end of 25 minutes. That's also a certain power of distinction and a certain level of responsibility. There too, that's even a higher level of responsibility. So according to this approach in the Gemara, these are Amoraim talking because Rav Yehuda Amoravasi, a very early Amoraim, and the Gemara says that if you have the lower level of distinction, you can separate a rock on the ground from a walnut one level up. You can be zoche, you can get something, but you can't be mezake. But if you're able to get, but take something, someone says, take this for a short amount of time, give it back on time, and you could, that's another level of distinction. And therefore, the Gemara says that even there, uvein la'acherim, I can also be makna things back to other people. And the Gemara shows that one of these approaches uh, might be questionable. Ki Amrisa Kame de Shmuel, when this was presented in front of Shmuel, and remember that Rabbi Yehuda learned under Shmuel. First he learned under Rav, and then he learned under Shmuel. This little episode is when he's with Rav Asi. I don't know that he properly learned under Rav Asi. I'm not sure, but he certainly heard this line from Ravasi. But when he got back to Shmuel, he said to Shmuel, here's what I heard from Ravasi. What do you think? So Amar Li Shmuel responded back to Rabbi Huda and said, David da achasi. Those two cases, namely, the child's capacity to distinguish between a tsuror and an egos, as well as the case of they have the same halacha. You distinguished and said that in the first case, he cannot be mezake. In the second case, he can be mezake. But over here, we don't see that. So let's, what does Shmuel actually hold? My davida achasi. What does Shmuel hold is davida, that it's the same halach in both cases. Amar of Chizda. Rav Chizda explains the shita of Shmuel and says, In both cases, even in the case of chefetu machzir lacharsha, even there, he says he's ein zochel le'acherim. So we have a machlokas between Rav Yehuda on the one side and Shmuel on the other, really between Rav Asi and Shmuel. Rav Asi held that if a person has the capacity to take something for a short amount of time and give it back on time, if a child can do that, and I can say as a dad that that's not always simple to rely upon a child to do that. So then that's a higher level of sophistication. Rabbi Yehuda wanted to be more makel and say that that child can even be mezakah, something to others. Shmuel argues and says, no, there is no distinction in sophistication between the two cases of tzuror and egos on the one side and chefetzu machzir la'acharsha. But the Gemara has a problem with this. Masiv Rav Vardan. Vardan is possibly a place. Uh, so he, what does Rav Chinana say? Let's talk about a case of Shitufe Mavuos. They have a bunch of Chatseros that dump into a Mavui. And these people all want to carry. So what they have to do is make Shitufe Mavuos. Uh, we, and we learned about this in Maseches Erevin a long time ago. And we also came across it apparently in the Durham, which I don't remember at all. Hmm. Says the Gemara, Ketzad Mishtatvin B'Mavui. How do we do a Shitufe Mavuos? Maniach Es We take a barrel. 
the Omer, and this person who places the barrel says, Harezu l'chol b'nei ha-mavui. This is for everyone. That's the appropriate way to place a mavui. And the Gemara says, Umezakeh lahem, that there is someone who's able to be mezakeh to others. Al yidei b'no, uvito hagdolim. My older children, male or female, are allowed to be mezakeh the rabbin. They're the ones who can place the shitufei mavuos. Al yidei avdo b'shivcha soha ivrim. And it can also be placed by Yiddish slaves. Now that's a problem, says the Gemara. Ha-shifcha hechidami. What is the Metzias? What is the age of this Shifcha? And the Gemara says, mm-hmm. If this Shifcha had reached the early stages of puberty and there are two pubic hairs, so that person goes free. She's no longer a shivcha at that age. Once she's showing Shtei Cyrus, she's no longer a shivcha. What must be the case? It must be that she hasn't grown any hair. And what do we see, nevertheless, in this Mishnah by Shitufe Mavuos? The Katani And that is a kasha on the sheet of Shmuel. What did Shmuel say? Shmuel said in both cases, both in the case of distinguishing between a tzoror and an egos, and in the case of giving someone an object, a chafetz, a chafetz to watch, and he's machzor la'acharsha. In both of those cases, Shimon, a Shmuel wanted to say, Ein zoche. here we see zoche la'acher. The Gemara says that's not a raya. Why not? Two lines from the bottom of Samach Dalet Shiny shitufei mavuos. There's a difference in regards to the case of mavui, because that case is derabonon. So says the Gemara, great distinction. And Amar Avchizda Ishtik Vardan. Vardan, he was silent. Because Ravchinana Vardan was the one who brought this brysa that taught us the Shaila against Shmuel. Shmuel had said that this guy, this child cannot be Mezakia to others. Ravchinana wanted to say in the brysa, yes, we can. They pushed back on him and said, your case of Shitufei Mavuos is Dirabanan. And he had nothing to say back. So he was like, oh, I guess I'm wrong. Says the Gemara. Last line of Samach Dalad Amad Bey is my Havalei Meimar. What should Rav Chinan of Ardan have said? He had a great retort. Why didn't he say it? What was his response? What should have been his response? Called the Tikkun Rabbanon. Any type of Dinder Rabbanon that the rabbis enacted, top of Samach Hamad Aleph, Ke'en De Oraisa Tikkun. It should be that it's as if it's a Din De Oraisa. And therefore, the halachos by Shitufe Mavuos, even though they're a Dinder Abanan, it was a Dinder Abanan that's Ke'en de Oraisa. And therefore, we should have had a Kasha on Shmuel. Be'idach, what would Shmuel have said in such a case? The Gemara says, Ki Amrinan called the Tikkun Rabbanan Ke'en de Oraisa Tikkun. When do we say the principle that any rabbinic enactment is similar to that of a Dinder Oraisa? That's bimilsa de isla ikarmina Torah. That's only true when the rabbinic injunction or the rabbinic enactment we're talking about has its roots in Chumash, has a, something in the Torah. However, aval milsa de lestle ikarmina Torah, for example, shitufe mavuos, which does not have roots in Chumash, in that case, lo, we don't say kol de tikkun rabbanon kein do tikkun. So even if Rav Chinanavar done, would have piped up and used the argument of called the tikkun rabbanon kein do raisa tikkun. Shmuel would have shot it down anyways. He would have said, "We don't say called the tikkun rabbanon kein do raisa tikkun unless there's a template in Chumash about it." And Shitufe mavuos doesn't have that template. We'll stop right here at the word lo and start with Masiv tomorrow. Four lines down on Samachem and Aleph. Tomorrow, Mir Hashem will learn uh, a blot and a half. Wishing you all a beautiful night.